everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Above and Away, the official Navy Region Hawaii Joint Base Pearl Harbor Higgum podcast. Once a month, we will be bringing you stories from across the base, stories on local events, base history, and everyday life of sailors and airmen. Now let's dive, dive, dive into today's podcast. Because we are following CDC guidelines on social distancing, we've conducted remote interviews, and as a result, the audio quality may be a bit shaky. Well, the world is sick. She's five-year-old Aowen, daughter of Navy Chief Xander Gamble and his wife Ashley, describing her thoughts on COVID-19. I am Senior Chief Jackie Smith, a member of Above and Away, and this month our podcast focus is on military children. To highlight the year-round contributions and sacrifices of the military's youngest members, the Department of Defense observes April as Month of the Military Child. I talked with military children, their parents, and one of our installation chaplains about what COVID-19 means to them, how they are adjusting, and advice they have for other military families. Xander provides insight about how his new normal has allowed a silver lining. I mean, take advantage of that time with your family um, because we, we don't get enough of that in the military, right? Because so much is expected of us. We're on salary. We don't get paid an hourly wage. We get paid to work, uh, whether it's two hours a day or 20 hours a day. Uh, and so when, when we have that time with our family, take this time to get to know them, take that time to, to be there with them. Uh, I think one of the, the greatest pieces of advice that I've taken, uh, I attended the, the Women's Leadership Symposium uh, right before the shutdown. Yeah. And, and one of the things that really stuck out to me was uh, wherever you are, be there, right? Because too often, uh, if we're at home, we feel guilty that we're not doing enough work. And if we're at work, we feel guilty that we're not doing enough at home. Well, then you're not present in either situation. So therefore, you're not effective in either situation. So what I do is, and, and I've told my sailors to do as well, is I, I set um, work hours. So even though we're at home, I'm like, hey, I don't want us working any longer than we would be working if we were in the office. Xander also talked about their homeschool routine. My daughter was in preschool up until this started. So, yeah. you know, she had that routine of Mondays and Wednesdays. She'd go, you should go to the local preschool. Um, and, and, and that's one thing that we're still trying to keep um, going here is, um, you know, get that homeschool routine in. Um, yeah. I, I looked it up, uh, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, homeschooling, you know, how do I teach my kid eight hours a day and then also try and work eight hours a day and then also make sure I get eight hours of sleep and then have time for myself? Like you literally physically cannot. Uh, and I looked up, you know, home, um, school schedules yeah. um, based off of what different states had for their public schools. And, and you know, like, for example, elementary schools they're actually only doing maybe two to three hours of, of educational time. And in those hours, it's like 10 minutes of teaching and 50 minutes of letting them play uh, with the new knowledge that they've got on their own and then send them outside for, you know, recess for an hour and then bring them in, spend 10 minutes teaching another topic yeah. uh, and then 50 more minutes of 
of letting them figure it out. So really in a day, these teachers um, are, are spend, you know, have like two hours maximum of actual lesson plan. And a lot of it is letting the kids play with that new knowledge they're, they're getting and then get that outdoors time. You know, we've got a, a lanai in the backyard. My daughter goes out and plays with her toys. Uh, she's got a little water table. She plays in the water table. So, you know, it's, it's keeping them both mentally active and physically active. Um, but don't feel like you have to sit there and lecture for hours and hours on end each day as a, as a, as a home teacher. Um, just, just give them one or two concepts and then let them work through that concept and try and figure it out. Ashley Gamble was homeschooled from fourth grade through her high school graduation. Here's her advice to parents. So it's been interesting seeing everyone freak out because I'm it's, it's making me think back to to my mom and you have to not you, you can't put that much pressure on yourself you have to just focus on it day by day and you're going to have days where you're at each other's throats right but then at the end of the day you come back together and you're like you know we're family we can get through this um and I wouldn't say as much lower your expectations because I think maybe they could be too low Right. Um, right. Uh, but just have realistic expectations. A lot of parents are struggling with the with like the Zoom meetings, the virtual meetings that their kids are having to go through. And um, I there's definitely a learning curve with that. But I just I really urge them to support it and to keep going with it. Um, during my middle school and high school years, I was uh, doing virtual learning through uh, another school. Uh, Leahona Academy in in Utah, and they would um, record it. And basically, I was it was like YouTube videos, okay. but they were they were interacting with um, the at home students type of thing. And I feel like that prepared me for college. Wow. And so, like maybe the kids are goofing off or whatever because it's new. It's going to help them for college. It's a little step. So maybe it's annoying in the moment, but it is, a, it is a baby step. In addition to the new homeschool atmosphere, Chaplain Sarah Greenfield, who is a military child as well, discusses the importance of maintaining healthy practices to our adjusted family schedules. I mean, I think um, all of us, you know, in our lives, we uh, we implement healthy practices, right, to um, to ensure that we're um, we're taking care of ourselves, that we're, we're doing those things that, that are helpful for us as, as individuals. And I think part of what that looks like is um, asking yourself what that is for you. Um, you know, what elements uh, of your life um, are those things that, that give you peace, comfort, purpose, hope, all of those things, um, and make sure that, that you're doing practices that are cultivating that. Um, and it feels like we are super limited right now in how we can do those things. Um, but I think all it takes is being creative and saying, okay, here's what I have, you know, what can I do with what I have? And gosh, the military is the best at that because we do that all the time. Um, and so I think that, that in a way we're even better equipped than, than the rest of the population. And, um, maybe we can, we can teach them a thing or two about, uh, about being, always flexible, right? Chaps also mentioned the importance of creating dialogue where your children can open up to you about their feelings, whether it's about COVID-19 or just life as a military child. 
when you're young, you kind of don't really get attached to a lot of your friends. So it's just like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm going to be here for four years and then I'm leaving. And then, but when you get older, it's just like, oh, I'm starting to connect with you. I'm getting to know you, but I'm going to have to leave. She is 12-year-old Laylee Martinez, smart and sassy and daughter of Mark and Roxanne Martinez. Mark served in the Navy and Roxanne is a chief in the Navy. When I was younger, I was in a military kids club just trying to see, like, who else is going through the same thing as I am. Did it help? A little bit. I made more friends. Yeah. Um, What has been, like, the biggest challenge for you as a military child? I think the biggest challenge is either um, when it comes down to, like, the last four, like, the last year of your four years staying, if you wonder if you're going to stay in the same place or you're going to be transferred to a different place. How did you deal with that or how do you deal with it? I get very stressed. I get stressed very easily. So when it comes down to the last year, I like try to spend as much time as I can with like the people that I've met. When you talk about um, getting stressed easily, what are some of the coping mechanisms you use? Because again, right now we are in a very stressful time. So what are what's some advice you'd have for coping? I think listen, music is a very big part of my life. I love music a lot but a big coping mechanism is for me is reading or working out wow okay so when you talk about music what kind of music do you like um it's kind of all over the place I like very relaxing music but not relaxing to like when you go to sleep just kind of music that you can sit around with four or five friends and just chill speaking of sitting around and chilling with four or five friends do you miss that I do. Try to make new friends. That was Cameron Smith, my son. He's 14 years old. My husband and I have been in the military for over two decades now. Military life is all he knows. We didn't spend that much time together. We only emailed. Although there are moments when the sacrifice of time together is evident in our children's voices, Xander provides great insight on how our military children grow up with a unique worldview. We have that term military brat, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's a kind of a negative connotation that comes with that um, because, you know, the, these kids are, are, they don't grow up in, in the same neighborhood, in the same house, uh, with the same friends going through the same school their entire, their entire life. Um, so they kind of have a, a different worldview as most, most people, most Americans, um, who, who n- end up never leaving within five or 10 miles of the town that they're born in. Uh, and, and so our military children are, are, are military brats, if you will. Um, you're going to recoin it and make it cool. <laughs> right. Right. You know, that they're. They have it. I think that it, they have the benefit because they get this broader worldview. You know, every time that I've had to move to a different country, uh, live in a different place, move to a different state, meet new people, uh, it's broadened my worldview and, and made me more empathetic 
of other people, other cultures, other races, other uh, languages, other foods, everything. And the more and more I've done it, the the more and more I realized that at the end of the day, everybody needs the same things. They they need food, they need a roof over their heads, and they need somebody to love them. And it doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter, um, you know, what country you live in, where you grew up. Like, those are basic, basic needs. And so at the basic level, we're all the same. And everything else is just kind of like flavor. It's like spices. You know, you get to add these different spices and and it makes it cool and interesting and fun. And the more we can find that way that we relate to other people, uh, I I think the more that we can overcome a lot of the the angst and and troubles that we have with other people. As we wrap up this month's podcast, I leave you with a few thoughts about how we can appreciate and honor our military children. Give our children a safe space to have feelings about what's going on right now. It's okay to be anxious. Support their virtual learning. Let them be involved and lead daily tasks. Remember, we will get through this and be present with them. Because time, we never get it back. Oh, by the way, Cameron has something to say to our military children. Try to love on your parents as much as you can. Thanks for listening to Above and Away, a joint based Pearl Harbor, Hickam, Navy Region, Hawaii podcast. If you liked what you heard today and or you have some feedback for us, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at JBPHH on Facebook and at Joint Base PHH on Instagram. Likewise, if you have an idea for one of our podcasts, a story from the base or something that you think that we should feature on our show, hit us up and let us know. Thanks for listening.